Welcome to another episode of the Fade You Podcast. Hello to all our dads out there and moms. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Fade You Sports and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you might be listening. My name is Matthew James. I've got the whole crew here today for our very special one year anniversary podcast episode. Uh, Kmart is here with me. Kmart, how's it going? It's good. Very excited. For uh, one month away from football season, one year in the books with Fade U, and we've uh, doubled in size. We have. It's been a long year. It's been a really successful year, all things considered. Our first podcast episode was on this day one year ago, and uh, so here we are one year later. This is episode 60 of the pod, so uh, we hope to keep growing and keep getting bigger and better. We have Neil with us, the bucket boy. Neil, any uh, how's how's dad duties been? You have any dad days coming up? Uh, well, we're wrapping up summer, so I have actually the the daughter's birthday is next weekend on the eighth. She'll be three, um, so we're just you know getting ready and, and planning for that. But nice to take a break here, be with the boys for the first time with with all of us. It's exciting. Yeah, it's nice to have the whole crew with us for sure. Joe's here. Joe, Chris Bryant homers in his first game as a giant. You love to see it. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love and to see a, that he uh, grew up a Giants fan, too. So it's kind of nice. But they still got to re-sign him because he's a free agent, right? So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with a lot of these guys. And uh, we'll talk about the Cubs in a second because I want to give Neil some credit. And Chris Duke, of course, is here with us. The, the beautiful, angelic voice behind the Fade You theme song. Chris, I know you're working hard today. How's it going? I'm good, man. Just finished a good deal. Got a Negra Modelo from a customer. Don't drink on the job. I saved it for the off time. So I said, it's perfect time to crack it open with the boys. There you go. Uh, we should make sure. Is anyone driving right now? <laughs> <laughs> let's have, let's have it a uh, accident-free pod this time. Uh, Joe, no, you, oh, not driving this time. Were you hurt? And in my so, backyard poolside. <laughs> were you hurt? And if so, was the Merce able to merce you back to health? I was not hurt. I was more angry than anything. Uh, my car was fine, but uh, or my car wasn't fine. It's just more of a nuisance than anything. And I, what even made me more mad is I did some prep for that pod, and I had like a bunch of shit to talk about, and I didn't even get to do that. So that sucked, but. I'm okay. So, and I'm not driving. I'm poolside right now, drinking a beer. Life couldn't be any better. Love it. Uh, when we look back at our best moments of the pod in the first year, I mean, that last one, the, the rear ended mid pod has to be up there. That was Chris and I were, Chris, we were, we were wondering what the hell was going on. We were very worried. Yeah. <laughs> we soldiered on to finish it though. So I wanted to go back to the yes. Cubs because, uh, you know, another one of the, one of my favorite pods we did was uh, with Kyle and Neil. We did the MLB win total pod and Neil, everything you said about the Cubs has come true. So I wanted to give you a moment to kind of like take a bow on that one. You said that a lot of these guys might get traded mid season when the Cubs go into sell mode. And I mean, that's exactly what happened. So I'll just give you a moment to, 
feel good about that one. Yeah, you know, one for 12 uh, feels good. <laughs> no, the, a lot, the, the, obviously a lot more to come. There's some that I've sort of given up on uh, and a few that look good, and we'll probably do a, a recap of them. I'll be somewhere. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think going back to the season win totals, you know, why, where guys are in their in their contract year really does say a lot um, when you're looking at their win totals for the season. Um, the Cubs liquidated – more than I thought that they were going to sort of the, between the Cubs and the nationals. Um, I think that was kind of at least unprecedented to at least for how much they just, you know, both teams just sort of tossed away. Um, but you know, it, that's what you do, right? If you're not going to be competitive and you make that decision, then you, you trade away your, your talent that you're not going to have, you know, or going to be looked to resigning at the end and try and get something back. So it, it did. Uh, I don't see how any way the Cubs are going to be anywhere close to 500 uh, this season with the fire sale. So, uh, so yeah, feels good. Speaking of win totals, we definitely, as we gear up for NFL season here in, I think it, it I think is the first Sunday, five weeks from today. That sounds right. September, September. Yeah. First Sunday. So first Thursday game is my birthday on September 9th. Beautiful. So we'll do, we'll do some kind of NFL win totals pod as well. Cause I'm sure amongst the group of us here and the rest of the fade you group, we're going to have some Joe, I know you gave one out um, a little while back. And so we can kind of go over that again. And we have a lot of football content coming up uh, both during the preseason here throughout August, going to record a few shows and then all season long as well. So that's something to look forward to here as fade you continues to grow. And as we get into year two so very excited for football and and like you said neil we'll do some kind of baseball recap when the season winds down here but we are all really excited to get into football mode we're also really excited to celebrate the success of fade den over year one chris duke we you have been fading dennis for years and you know we we had that another really good episode if people want to listen to it back in january uh called the book of den where we any new listeners out there, if you want to know who's Dennis, like what's the deal, go back and find that episode, The Book of Den from January. And Chris and Joe and Riley, they all talk about how Dennis, how Dennis came into existence, how Chris found out that he was absolutely terrible at betting on sports. So, Chris, we've been officially tracking Den on the spreadsheet for just over a year now. So he's obviously been much lower volume here since uh, really since March Madness ended his April, May, June, July, really low volume relative to his football season. But for people who are curious or new listeners and are just finding out about Den, how has year one of tracking Dennis's plays gone? It's gone great. You did a great job uh, doing the Google Doc for us and uh, – that's so handy. Any, any of you know any listeners, new listeners, people that follow us can just click on that and see how how successful you'd be. You do a great job of doing the pink for the negative and the the green for the winners. Um, a lot of green. And going and see his Oprah. <laughs> a lot of green. Everything's green. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you like you said. Uh, besides his Christmas, I hope if you follow Den, you. Uh, maybe got drunk and got blacked out and forgot to fade him on Christmas. Cause I sure as hell didn't. And my account was <laughs> fucked, but Kelly and Vegas take didn't out either. that one yeah. day. Yeah. Faves and over every single one. I think there was even a football game and then all the basketball games fave to over every one. And he just rode that wave. So good for him. 
Um, but yeah, he's down 57.3 units would be like 70 something if he didn't kill it that day. But yeah, we yeah, did 17 and two on Christmas. And there was college football that? games in that too, I think. Was there a, was there a college game? Yeah, there was a bowl game or something else in there. Uh, mostly NBA though. That was that Christmas day. Just, yeah, he went 17 and two. I mean, which is amazing because if someone can, you'd think if someone could like rattle off a stretch like that, you'd think they'd be like closer to 50%, but it's just proves that (laughs) the way he bets, he just keeps betting and pisses it away. I think we go ahead, Kyle. I think it took one month. (laughs) So yeah, overall, and Chris, we want to be careful He's down obviously a lot, but what we're tracking on the spreadsheet is what you, what your record would be fading him. And, and Joe, I know we've talked about this with you when you're fading Dennis, you're still laying one minus one ten. Like we're not the book. So this is when we're, when it's a loss, it's minus 1.1. So yep. that's, and that's still off for that people to, Yeah. It's important for people to understand that too. Like we're not, you know, a loss fading Dennis isn't minus one unit. It's minus 1.1. Sometimes it's minus 1.15. So, I mean, for this guy to be, everybody can look at the spreadsheet. It's in the Twitter bio. Dennis, I mean, the sheer volume of plays is just absolutely staggering. So over a year, Dennis went 677, 803, and 18. That's just shy of 1,500 plays. And Chris, we calculated, what was his percentage, his winning percentage, Dennis's? His was right around uh, 45. Ours was right around 55, so 54 and change. Yeah, so over a year, Dennis is like 45.7% firing. So, like, people need to understand, if you're going to fade Dennis, don't expect him to go 30%. Like, that's not what's going to happen. If you can find someone (laughs) who goes 30% long-term and you can fade all their plays, then you should be rich right now. Do uh, it. Take the their action. <laughs> and we're not talking about a month, right? Like we had a really bad June right. in our contest. Like that's a very, very small sample size. And even honestly, even a year forced plays. Yeah. Even a year can kind of be a, a small sample size as well. So when you get someone who for multiple years is consistently firing 45% at best fade them long-term, a uh, hundred dollar better, Kyle. We worked this out. A hundred dollar better is up how much over the last year? Fading Dennis, fifty seven hundred dollars for doing no work of your own, other than just fading someone who sucks at betting. And Chris, we can tell people what we expect here over the next year, and especially here during football season. Explain to people who just aren't as familiar with fade Den yet why is he so bad? Why does he lose long term? Yeah, it's hard to find someone like, like him because, uh, like we've talked about, uh, usually people might fire uh, live wagers. They might fire parlays, that money line. So it's kind of hard to take a bunch of money line dogs straight up because if that guy you're fading goes two and one, you lose, but the book wins. So that's why Den is so great because he texts me before every game for his action. And that way we are able to actually fade it. It's not like it's in-game stuff. And then we know that it's 95% on a square public side and he's going to be on overs and faves just like he was with the Bucks. game six. He says, I'll take the over 
course, first half and full went under. He was on the Suns all series the game before the time before. And I think they he went like he had an 0 and 7 stretch going in, and then he took a took a little bit of a break and then fires back with 0 and 2 for the last NBA game of the year. So yeah, just be prepared. You know, we took some L's early last NFL when all the games were going overs, and Den's just gonna fire him. And look, there's gonna be times you're gonna be like, fuck. This is game probably goes over. It's over 48 and a half and these defenses suck, but you have to make a decision like we have. I don't give a fuck what the line is. I don't give a fuck who it is. I fade him. I blindly fade him. And if you can't do that, if you've got your heart where uh, it can't be, Oh my God, I can't fade my, my Rams. It's like, you can't fade Den then because he's going to be on your popular team that you probably like. So and Chris, it, you want to make money or what? You should also tell people if you're going to fade Den during football season, be prepared to, bet a lot of ugly teams and a lot of poop yeah that's why i'm hazmat 23 <laughs> i'm on poop a lot more than you are and i'm fading den baby dan, dan is gonna be on the chiefs a lot he's gonna be on the bucks a lot he's gonna be on alabama a lot he's gonna be on clemson a lot so just be prepared to kind of hold your nose and again i mean you can look we track daily results so you can kind of look and like it says in the instructions on the spreadsheet, you can decide for yourself whether this is long-term profitable or not. All we can tell you is that you're up 57.3 units over a year, and that's pretty it's pretty damn good. Joe, you wanted to talk about um, just kind of how Fade U has evolved a little bit over the last year or so. Like I said, we were we started out like, okay, we'll provide some picks without information, and people can tail those. And then we've kind of pivoted here over the last six months or so into just trying to provide people information. We all have our personal Twitters. We'll go over those at the end of the show, retweet those from the maiden fade you account. But like, where do we see our, the turtle sports guys asked me this, where do we see ourselves going and what do we see our role as other than of course, providing Dennis's plays. Yes. So there's a reason why we're called fade you and not ride us. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, we're not experts or we don't really pretend to be either. We just want to give out picks that we like because we do do some research and we do pick and choose what we like the most, but in no way are we, are we experts or have inside info like all these other Twitter egg bullshit accounts. So Steam keep Capper that in one. mind. We're just trying to get money or get picks out there that you can steam capper one. Yes. <laughs> like that dumbass. But yeah, we're just trying to sit. We're just trying to educate people. In other words, you know, it's, it's a good point. And Neil, I'll get you in here on this. I mean, you've got sports betting being legalized in more and more states, seemingly by the month now. I, I think Massachusetts is coming up here. Some of the big California will be last. I'll, I'll, that, I don't think that's a hot take to say California will be among the last. But there's a lot of new bettors in the market and there's a lot of traps that new bettors fall into. So we're just trying to help people bet smarter and just not do dumb things when they bet like 16 parlays and all that crap. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I jumped on, you know, around baseball season time. And I think, you know, that caught the end of what you said, like, yeah, you're, you know, just looking for, you know, decent plays, um, not looking again, this is rec for the recreational better, you know, we're not out there, you know, there's a lot of guys who are out there giving your picks that are, have, you know, pages of detail. And it's like, at the end of the day, rarely is anything going to come you know to light and come to fruition of things like that so um it's it's been fun during during baseball season here to be with you guys and you know looking for a good nfl season too 
Definitely. And Kyle, let's just get you in here before we go to break. Been a year, man. We, uh, a year ago, God, go back further than a year ago. We'd been wanting to do this for a while. We're just a bunch of degenerates who love sports. And kind of like Joe said, we're not professional betters. We're not going to pretend to be professional handicappers that have inside information and all this shit. So uh, what do you feel proud of over the last year? And, and how do you want to see this grow? I mean, I'm proud of all of us for our own, you know, contribu- contributions. We all bring different things to to the table for kind of what we want to do and fade you going forward. Um, you know, whether it's me and March Madness with the system plays or it's Chris. God, I mean, it's really Chris, Riley, and Joe with the stinky plays. I mean, Joe, Joe does a great job you know, utilizing different tools, kind of like I do for the system plays in college basketball. You know, he, he likes action network, which give him a lot of, a lot of insights. And he's actually really good at reading them because I had access to that. And I was just like, I, I, I don't really look into that stuff. I, I more look into lineups. Uh, I think our boy, Kevin Cox put it best. I'm more of a gut better than I am a, uh, you know, looking at numbers in the betting market player. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, we all bring amazing things to the table and I'm definitely excited for year two. I'll have something pretty fun for the NFL season doing, you know, circa millions again. Um, so, you know, stay tuned for that. And then this will really be the last thing before break, but we have to thank our mom, mm-hmm. Kelly, who was our proxy last year, will be our, for all of our group, our proxy again this year, Winter Circle Proxy Service. For anybody who is looking to play in the Westgate Super Contest or the Circa Million, Circa Survivor. So a huge shout out to Kelly for helping us uh, really just network and grow. And, and that's been great. And then, Joe, I know you you heard her on um, what podcast was it? She's with Barstool now. She was on the Token CEO podcast. And just as we head into break, you yep. you had, you know, just some things that you thought were worth repeating and, and definitely, you know, geared towards new betters or people who are inexperienced and how not to just fall in a shithole where you're losing a thousand dollars every yeah. week. Like some people. So it was just great advice when I, when I heard her podcast, a lot of degens like us, and, and I'm sure each one of us is, uh, has done this in the past. And that's, she said, when you're drinking, do not just fire, you know, $500 units on dumb shit just because you're being emotional. Like volume does not mean you're going to win more. If you want to make money long-term, which each one of us does, you know, you got to, you got to pick and choose your spots and don't just force, you know, don't be that, that drunk guy at the bar. That's like, Oh, fuck it. I'm going to put a hundred bucks on this team money line down five right now, you know? And uh, honestly, I was that guy exactly for the longest time, but now, you know, I've gotten, smarter and been okay with just having two or three plays a day rather than just getting that itch and having to fire, you know, like a true degen. But yeah, I think that was just great advice. Like don't, when you're drinking, put down the live wagering, do not (laughs) do it. Yeah. It's so good. And it's worth repeating. And I guess as we get into year two here of fade, you, I think one thing you said, Joe, that's definitely uh, worth repeating and worth reminding people is, you know, we've all been betting for a handful of years now and we've all done dumb things that new bettors do like chase and like live wager to Jen and things like that. So we can sort of share those stories with people so that they don't fall into those same traps and, and lose m- lots of money. So 
Anyway, let's roll into a break. And then when we come back, we actually want to start talking about some football and what we're looking forward to uh, for this 2021 NFL season. So we'll be right back. All right, we're back. So we are recording here on August 1st and football season is right around the corner. Training camps opened a week ago. I think the Hall of Fame game is this coming Thursday. So we're pretty fucking excited for football and ready to, to just record more shows and get you guys some more content. So what we wanted to do here was just talk about uh, each guy go around and share one thing that they're excited and looking forward to during this training camp preseason, whether it's, I don't know, maybe it's a win total, maybe it's um, a position battle, something like that. So Kmart, I know you had one. Do you want to start us off? Sure. I mean, God, I'm probably most excited about just being back in a football environment. I've said for years after the Super Bowl, a little, little part of me dies. Uh, I get a little sad because I've fallen out of love with the NBA more and more as each passing year, especially the last three years with LeBron being a Laker. Um, I don't even know what the Lakers are anymore. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm honestly looking forward to every single team, just whether it's injury reports with what's going on with Carson Wentz, uh, you know, all five of these rookie quarterbacks with Lance, Fields, those are the only two I really care about. We already know Lawrence is starting. Uh, Wilson's going to start. And I, I guess a little bit with the Patriots battle there. But, you know, definitely looking forward to, I mean, huge Niner fan with what's going to happen with Lance and Garoppolo. But, I mean, honestly, we preluded to this earlier. I mean, really excited for Circa make a comeback. We kind of sucked last year with yeah. all the COVID restrictions and this and that. So this year should be a lot better. Um, you know, just for us betting, I'm going to have kind of like a, a fade versus follow with my grandpa. He's He really wants to do it. I kind of don't. I just want to enjoy football again. But I think it's going to be fun because I, I don't know if he's going to be any good. So it's going to be fun to track it. You know, we're, we're all doing our own um, uh, entries this year. So, you know, it'll be easy to follow, you know, all of us or fade us all, but, you know, I'll have some input in. And I mean, ask these guys, I mean, what does it matter? Fourth year doing this thing. Yeah. And I wanted to, and I'll talk about this in a minute, how we're going to do it differently this year. Two years ago, we did amazing. I mean, we were top, top hundred for sure. What did we tie for? What did we tie for? Do you remember? For 38. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we had an amazing run two seasons ago and then last season we didn't. So uh, yeah, we're going to do it differently this year instead of trying to share one fade you entry, because we've gone through multiple different occasions now where it's really hard to share an entry with someone. It's really hard to share picks with someone. It could be one of your best. I mean, like, Joe, you're going to be in Chris's wedding, but you guys sucked trying to figure out picks together during Battle of the Dads, and that just gets really difficult. So uh, that's one thing I would rec- would just make sure I warn people about who are trying to share an entry with a bunch of friends or a bunch of buddies or something like that. It's really hard when you have everybody wanting input, and uh, it can be difficult. So yeah, we're going to mostly have our own entries this year, and of course, share information and oh, share kind of which way we're leaning, but... Um, yeah, we'll so so we'll see how that goes. But and then I also that, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, but even to that, like the year we finished tied for thirty eighth. I mean, we we followed for the most part the model that uh, 
what was that podcast we used to listen to? With oh, R- RJ Bell and the Dream Preview yeah. guys. Yeah. There's with the best bets with mm-hmm. you, myself, and Lance, my father-in-law. Yeah. And I mean that that was really a good formula. And we tried to switch it up last year because there were so many people and just was it, tough. Yeah, you know, it's hard, you know, because it's it's hard. And it, that showed you in the battle of dads, you know, just yeah. with the best bet. I come from a stance where if you're going to put, if you're going to call it a bet, like you shouldn't be doing what other players do, you know, $25, $50, like what's this unit bullshit? Like you should only bet if you have the same confidence. Like Neil said this the best when you used to go to March Madness, we're here to make fucking money. Like it was a business trip. We, we literally wouldn't even drink. We went to be sharp and make money. And I don't think we've ever lost money in Vegas on March Madness because we literally go there to make money. And it's the same thing. Place the same bet. Yeah, we all went through it with chasing shit when we would lose two or three first half overs in a row, whatever it was. You know, we all had our, you know, things we liked. But, I mean, bottom of the line is, I mean, I, I you just have to pick – Pick your five if you can't. I mean, flip a fucking coin. How many times did we do that, Matt? <laughs> yeah, more than a few. I also want to piggyback on what Kyle said. I'm just I'm excited to look at what's going on with the Niners with Trey Lance. I don't know how much preseason time they're going to do between Jimmy and him. None of us think Trey Lance is going to start week one. I don't think we ever got that total starts prop. Would have loved to see the number that the books hang on that. So you cowards. But, um, yeah, I, I'm on record as saying I think he's going to start more than more than Kyle thinks. We'll have to maybe have a side bet on that, KMR. We'll, we'll see yeah. if we can get somebody to give us a number and I mean, that's fair. I have contingencies, though, because, like, as long as the Niners are healthy, they're going to win. Like That's the problem. They're going to win. Even, even if Garoppolo is only completing 59% of his passes, I mean, unless he's throwing two picks a game, they're not going to take them out because that creates so much locker room drama. It's, it's just not going to happen. And that's why I say if if we're winning, there's no way they're like, okay, he's going to have to get injured or, I mean, come on, it's Jimmy. Like chances are in Lance's favor that he gets injured by week five. Let's be honest. Yep. I don't know, man. Trade up, draft a guy third overall. I don't think they did that to have him sit on the bench, but we got all August to talk about the Niners and the, the quarterback battle there joe confusing i think we know what matt and i are most excited about to watch in the in this month i can't wait it's fascinating yeah because it's it's already a good team so we'll we'll see what happens joe you had a win total that you wanted to just kind of remind everybody that you gave out uh after the draft so you can just remind everybody what you're at and then have you seen any movement on that since you placed that bet I haven't even checked the odds since then. I did I did look and see that the number is still the same. So I think I've talked about it on three or four podcasts because I'm pretty pretty damn excited about it. But it's the Eagles win total under six and a half. I bet it, shit, like a month before, right when the, the, the uh, schedule came out, I got plus 105. So I put four units on it. But the, there's a quick reasoning, and I'll run through it really quick. It's uh, – so they – in a 17-day stretch from week three to six, they play four games in 17 days, which is crazy. And so week three, they go Monday Night Football at Dallas, most likely going to lose that. Week four, they 
play Kansas City at home. Going to lose that. Week five, they play at Panthers. They could get a win there. Week six, they play a Thursday night game in Tampa Bay. So that's going to be a tough stretch. You know, they're a dog week one. They're a dog week two against the Niners. You know, after that stretch of week three to six, five of the next seven are on the road. And then not to mention their uh, coach is a, you know, first-year guy. So, you know, under six and a half, I think, is a is a great bet. You know, the the average better is going to look at that and be like, oh, the Eagles, there's 17 games. They're, they're going to win. They're going to win seven games. It's like um, I, I would be – I would be shocked if they they get over this win total. Well, and it's a division that the rest of the teams have pretty clearly improved, right? Like, obviously, Washington had a really good year last year making the playoffs. That defense is only going to get better. The Giants have added some weapons around Daniel Jones. Who knows if he's any good, but they have certainly tried, and they get Barkley back. And... um yeah, that's that's really interesting. I mean, Eagles could go full. T- I, I don't think anybody would be surprised if the Eagles have one of the worst records in the league and are drafting their franchise quarterback with a top three pick next year. I wouldn't be surprised. After week six, I I, I would be shocked if they're not one in five after going into week seven. They, yeah. Like it's they it's a tough schedule. They got they have the second toughest schedule in the NFL behind the Steelers. But then you add in, you know, a rookie head coach and good luck, you know. <laughs> we'll you see. don't like Jalen Hurts? I don't I don't hate Jalen Hurts, but I just think just look at the schedule. You know, four games in no, 17 days is, is incredibly difficult. I just think so. there's a lot of hype on Hurts, and I'm kind of like, why? The other yeah, thing and I, I heard even, I, yeah. An update, guys, real quick, because I was in Vegas two weeks ago and I did pay you back off this play. So I do have – I did bet Eagles. Uh, they, there were two different – there were six and a half, but there was an under seven, which is what Ooh. I took, and I played minus 40, 145. Okay. So it's an it's an under – it was an under seven at laying minus 145, and that was at William Hill, which is one of the most prevalent books out there. So I do have that under seven because I, I was – I liked the play. He was right on. Like it. Uh, Neil, is there anything else that you found yourself? I, I don't know how many you want to give out here right now. Maybe just one that you really liked from when you were in Vegas. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll throw two real quick because one follows up on the Philadelphia. As, as down I am, and I'm interested to see what you guys think, uh, as down as we are sort of on Philadelphia collectively, one of the bets that I did take was they had a prop bet on most receiving yards, Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddell. Uh, basically at a pick them, they were minus one, one fifteen for both. Um, and I, my handicap on this was that you have a, with Devonte Smith, you at least have a clear cut number one. I don't, you know, I don't think anyone's going to argue that this is going to, you know, if Jalen Hurts is going to have any success, it's going to be finding Smith. Whereas you can make the argument that, uh, that Waddle is third on the depth chart right away. I mean, between, you know, between having um, Fuller and then who else? What was the other? Oh, they still got Parker. They still got Fuller. They, still have Parker, they got right. Fuller. They got Gesicki. Right. There's so many guys to throw to that I thought that that was an interesting, you know, sort of pick them, uh, you know, most receiving yards. Um, so I've got that. Um, any thoughts on that? Just I know I just sort of threw that out there. Any thoughts? 
from anyone? I mean, my only concern. My only concern would be if the Eagles are getting their asses beat every week, they're going to be throwing the ball a shitload. So, well, and, and, that's, and I have Smith, and I've got Smith. I took Smith. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, that's that's not a bad bet at all. Which was again going sort of the same thoughts as Philadelphia. A will be throwing, and B, you you know, Smith is the number one. Smith is the number one versus you know, talent wise, yes, Waddle's got a ton of talent, but when is he going to get? you know, sort of integrated into that system. Yeah. One quick thing that I want yeah, Kmart to, or go ahead, Joe. And then I want K, I have something for Kmart. Yeah. You just got to hope that Devonte Smith's high school wide receiver body can hold up in the NFL weighing Very 170 true. pounds. Very true. Yeah. Kmart, you're um, a big fantasy player with me with Waddle. It kind of depends to me on how much Miami opens up the offense, right? Like it's been, it was very conservative, when Tua was in there last year. So what are your thoughts on Waddle? Um, I mean, I think they got some weapons. I, lo- I love their coach. Uh, I love what he's done. I mean, look at us two years ago, Miami just full sell, sell mode. And, you know, those lines were ridiculous. And how many times, like, I mean, I don't really like, I- I'm not really proud of being, being with Fez, but man, how many times were I and the Dolphins just gobbling up those three touchdowns and we were winning them? He like, loves the Dolphins. Insane. Yeah. They were so competitive and it took, I mean, I don't know, like you, Chris and I, I mean, we're talking about it because we're all doing it. Not, you know, Chris wasn't on our entry, but you know, he was in one and it was ridiculous because he was on a few of them too. And it took a month to finally, you know, recalibrate and, you know, get it to something respectable, but it was still double digits. And I mean, they were, God, so many games within eight points, but back to your question, I mean, Tua, like if you look at his stats, you know, started off hot and kind of went into the shit, but apparently he had an injury. Um, but that's another question mark. Can you stay healthy? I mean, it was a big, big question coming in after that hip injury. Um but, I mean, they're going to have to open it up because that's why they drafted him. So, if he's not ready, then why did you draft him? Because my ideal quarterback is someone like Tua, even Hurts, Trey Lance, Josh Fields, even Trevor Lawrence. I love these guys that can get outside the tackle, <clears throat> that are faster than those ends, that can even take a hit from them and, you know, go with those the West Coast offense. Quick out, quick slant get them on an up and out. You know, I, I love just, you know, 20 seconds, just keep going, tire them out. Before the you. Comes, then you run on them. They're gassed and you just keep that. That I think is the best <laughs> offense. Uh, you know, just, I think you forgot about my dad, dog. Josh Allen. <laughs> there it is. I know I went off topic as usual, but I mean, what do you expect from me? I just get ideas in my head. I want to know if Chris Duke is still with us or if his Modelo put him to sleep. Chris Duke, <laughs> what are you looking forward to? Is there one thing or are you just looking forward to rolling around in the poop? I know your entry is going to have a lot of Lions, Texans, just taking all the points that the books are willing to give you. Yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm going to do it myself. And, uh, yeah, I'll be on a lot of poop. Um, I'm going to see if I can – poke Dan a little bit earlier each week, see where he's feeling, um, see where his mindset's at and see if I can get some fade 
fade dens in my entry and just uh just gonna be fading den hardcore i'm excited football's the most profitable um by far every year just because of the volume of games and then you got fucking 60 freaking college games on friday then another 15 16 on the weekend for pros and it's just beautiful and then you know sunday night football monday night football thursday night football den's gonna fire all of them i'm ready and the reason Dennis loses is because, Joe, we talked about this the other day, week one, Monday Night Football, Dennis is going to – we already know what he's going to be on. He's going to be on Ravens first quarter, first half in full, and Ravens team total overs first half in full. And Dennis has way too many plays 100%. and then hits the same game a million different ways. And the, there's no way that's profitable long term, and we our results prove that. Do you think you're going to have Raiders in your first uh, contest play? I know Chris week? Chris Duke will. I will guarantee and Lions mine too. <laughs> Every week, Chris is going to tell us what his five are, and it's just going to be this. Oh God! Like that's there's going to be a lot of stinky ones in there. Hold your nose. Hold your nose. Chug a beer. Hey. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, much like Chris, I don't really give a shit either. Like I, as a, I think that's some, that's a mindset that a lot of new betters don't have either. They're like, oh, I can't do it. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life when people say, oh, I can't fade him. I just can't. Like, no, you you can. How did that work out for Chiefs betters last year? You couldn't fade Mahomes at the yeah. second half of last season. Exactly. They got to bounce back, right? They'll bounce back. They're the best team in the league. Yeah, Brady's That's my too favorite old. Excuse. Can't another one. That's my favorite excuse. I can't do it. I can't fade my Niners. Like fuck that. Give me the Lions. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's hard, but I can do it. I don't like it, but I'll do it. It's one thing that people who are new betters have to learn how to do is separate your heart from your from your bankroll, I guess, because um, they're. There can be definite value in fading your team if it's a if they're inflated. Like, I mean, this Cowboys fans will never learn this. Cowboys are always going to be inflated, and those guys are just willing to have, ride or die with that team every year. And more often than not, it seems lately they come out to be uh, disappointing. All right, guys, that was a good. That was some good football talk. We look forward to providing more of that throughout the month of August. We're going to try to get a little bit more of a stable rotation and routine going so you guys know when the pod is coming uh but make sure you're subscribed let's go around and make sure everybody knows um where we are all at on twitter just so that you can see what we're tweeting out at joe i know you've been getting in some fights with some trolls man uh shout out since it's been a year shout out jimmy J. kyle you remember him of course man i talked so much shit to him i made him quit yeah he's gone he's not even on twitter anymore so <laughs> shout out shout out jimmy J. Uh, shout out to Joe, your guy from the other day. Oh, I didn't even know that dickhead's name, but <laughs> making yeah. fun of your I, hair piece, man. Come on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing to talk shit about my picks, but it's another thing to talk shit about my mullet fucking hair piece. <laughs> uh, Joe, where are you on Twitter? Joe underscore nose and then three underscores and then J ham on uh, action. So they need to. Hire me, Fire Ravel. Fuck that clown. Fire Ravel. <laughs> Chris Duke, I know you're going to start posting more uh, during football season. So tell everybody where you are on Twitter. 
at hazmat suit 23 because you're gonna have to wear one with my picks <laughs> jesus uh neil on twitter where can people find you i know you've been uh you've been really trying to dig into the research on the props i've been a prop guy this year you can find me uh at big nelly buckets and go listen to the bucket boy story pod if you haven't yeah that's a great one uh kmart kmarts underscore angles and I am at Matthew James 78. Make sure you are following at Fade U Sports. It might be at 9.58 a.m. West Coast time for a 10.05 kickoff, but we will be <laughs> tweeting all of Dennis's plays. It might be when Corso's making his pick on game day at 8.58. But, uh, Chris, you can tell it. You can just kind of underscore and echo this. He loves his last-minute plays, and he, he will be firing this football season for sure. Fuck yeah! I'm, I look forward to seeing his uh, uh, Titans, Texans, or Titans, Chiefs, Ravens round robin. Oh yeah, the round robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he loves them. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, uh, Big Nelly, did you uh, did you just hit one of your uh, props right there? Did you just bang uh, one or what? I just banged Luis Garcia over six and a half Ks. Oh, we love, love mid pod bangs. I guess end of pod bangs, but it's a on the pod bang. We absolutely love it. Uh, We love coming to you guys with more shows. So stay tuned. Uh, Follow Fade You. Subscribe. Joe, we're going to get those shirts printed. Yeah, my wife's working on them. She's trying to figure out how to put colors in them. She can do one color, but multiple's an issue. She's just got to figure it out. All right, we're going to get those. And remember, everyone. Fade Den and uh, Chris, when you bet poop, sometimes you. you just get a shitty yeah, result. Yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 This is Fade You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fade You. Fade the fuck out of you.